Hey guys, just a heads up, on September 3rd through 5th, we'll be at Sabaton Con 2021 at the Sheraton Phoenix Hotel in Phoenix, Arizona. Come meet us and even check out our panel on that Friday, September 3rd at 4pm in the Camelback B-Room. You're listening to the Spirit Hunters on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Find out about our pod brethren and how to join our new Discord group and support the show at greenlitpodcast.com and patreon.com slash spirithunterpod, respectively. And welcome to Season 2, Episode 53 of The Spirit Hunters. This is Megan. Patrick. Hannah. Joe. And Sarah. Last time, uh, we watched how Tezgera's team and Gorenu sneak attack and spy on Genthru's group while Gon and Killua prepare to finally beat the bombers once and for all. Then we live react, live reacted, live react, live react, live live react, live love laugh reacted to the final. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite JavaScript uh, group. Yeah. yeah, Anyways, live dot love dot laugh dot react dot react dot dot react. Live through live through the witches burn through uh, laugh through the witches. Okay. 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 Go. God damn it. Go ahead. Okay, um, and then uh, we live react, live reacted to the final battle. <laughs> again, whatever. It's live fine, strong. guys. It's live a mess when I'm bracelets. around. Hmm? Yep. Oh, those yellow ones? Classic. Okay, speaking of those live strong bracelets, was there ever a rumor going around in, like, your schools where, like, the different color of your bracelets, like, a girl would wear meant, like, how far or, like, what she would do with a boy? Okay, so I forget if a there's thing? a... I, well, I don't think that ever really was a thing, but I right. forget if that pre if that was predated by a similar one about a different sort of bracelet in the '90s. Does anyone know if snap bracelets had that thing, or was it just jelly bracelets? I think it was just jellies. I know we had snap bracelets because, like, then they used it as like it's a hair thing too. Uh, it yeah. wasn't. It was not a hair thing. <laughs> you know, I keep thinking every time I hear that, I think of that song, "A uh, uh, Pink Triangle" by Weezer. I don't know because like snap bracelets were popular, but I feel like my grade was too young to really think beyond it beyond right. just like you know <laughs> inflicting pain on each other or ourselves <laughs> torture oh, yeah no i only know those for slapping each other with it so uh so wait snap bracelets and jelly bracelets were all of the things no i'm just wondering if i'm conflating things from from back Childhood. in the day yeah it's like you know they oh, used to trade pogs for sexual favors, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah, to uh, confirm. I mean, Gotta ask I mean, them. That's why they call it a slammer, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Hey. Wait, you guys didn't do that, Patrick? You would have been like two. <laughs> I hope you didn't. Uh, Listen, all I'm saying is that I have a lot of lot of pogs. Anyways, cool, cool, cool. We all know what pogs are, right? Right? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I'm assuming you're spelling it differently. No, but we had pogs when I went to school, though. We that wasn't a thing. The slammers or whatever they weren't popular yeah. when I was a kid. I mean, uh, we had them, but like I, I, we it, it was like on the tail end, right between Pokemon. Yeah, we were definitely Pokemon Beyblade generation. Y'all were in the pineapple orange guava, LA. right? We were in. I had a Pog Juice recently. Uh, it's good. It's very good. I love. I, I have never. What's a Pog Juice? I've never heard of so that. So Pogs are named after the can tops of pineapple orange guava juice which was a drink in hawaii because people played a traditional japanese game using them and the original japanese game i think was called like mentaiko let me look that up 
I don't know. I'm from Jersey. All we had is, is it uh, mentaiko, the... like the type of. Oh, I think row? I'm thinking of yeah, it's something. Uh, I might be thinking of something else. Yeah, no, no, no. It had a similar name. I'm gonna look this up. Precedence of Pogs. <laughs> P.O.P. Um, you're you're absolutely right. I think I'm thinking of a word that sounds similar. The only reason I remember that word is because every time I went to the grocery store, I'd be like, "What's this? Mentaiko," and it'd be like, it looked like a tongue filled with egg sacs, um, and that's just what. Is that what it is, or am I thinking something different? It's menkol. Oh, menkol. That's the that's the egg sacks. No, 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 no. The thing I was thinking of is menkol, which is a Japanese card game very similar to milk caps, which was basically played where you had the cards and you hit them against others in order to flip them over and then get the cards. Oh, oh. There's a game that goes with pogs. Oh yeah, pogs were slammers. Slammers were for. Oops. I always, okay, I yo, always, yo. Too bad Hunter Hunter didn't happen in the mid '90s, so that like fucking Kilo would have used Pogs instead of yo-yos. Oh god. <laughs> ah, anyway, it, it's like my brother made these, it's, and it's like made of titanium steel. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Uh, I was gonna say, I guess before the, I was gonna say that in Jersey, all we had were uh, were Coca-Cola and, Mar- and Marlboro cigarettes. And that's hey, come all. on. And water. we also had broken syringes. Yeah. Also, also, I don't know if you guys are I guess off topic. I think you guys ever drink like marble <laughs> Coke with cigarettes in it, or like coffee with cigarettes in it by mistake. Excuse me. Like, have you ever like <laughs> took a sip of someone's spit cup, like when they do chew? Like that's well, a thing? that too. Like, like uh, yeah, my like my grandma, yeah, she used to put her cigarettes out in anything, and like I, she, we'd have Coke cans, and like I wouldn't think about it, and I'd accidentally drink it, and it was full of fucking cigarettes. Is you your nose broken? Because I never drank any of that because I always smelled it ahead of time. No, no. What happened is that I wasn't was it thinking. Was so like, filled with cigarettes yeah. that like it was as heavy as a regular Coke? <laughs> filled to the brim with cigarettes. The new The Spirit Hunters episode. No, no. But what happens? Like, Stuffed like, to the brim. Yeah. In the 90s, my family like smoked like chimneys. So I couldn't tell what was smoke and what was not. Oh, my oh, fucking so. God. To yeah. be fair, so did my family. They'd always try to hide it, but they'd go in the front door. Like, like Yeah. Listen, I'm like, gonna oh, be okay. honest. Like my family smokes so much, I'm pretty sure I should probably get my lungs checked for anything for the next uh, year ever. You'll be fine. So. If I'm fine, you're fine. Well, like, I didn't re- I always forget how prevalent smoking cigarettes was, even like twenty years ago. It was still prevalent today, but like just casually in public and stuff. Like literally, like, like you could do it in yeah. a bar, you could do it in a train, you could do it on a plane, you could do it. Well, not you could do it in a, a box, you could do you it with do a fox. Mm-hmm. Hmm. These are all weirder, Foxy. but it's not the actual <laughs> green cigarettes and ham. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. continue. Anyway, so Coke this pancake, week, flapjack and a cigar. This week, this week, this week, we'll finish up the Greed Island arc and analyze the filler differences between the different Hunter X Hunter app. Hunter 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 X Hunter adapt adapt adaptations. Uh, you better get ready. Smoke. Weed. Party. Every day. Uh, we're done. I'm done. <laughs> Alrighty. I, for some reason, I didn't see my name here, but I guess it magically appeared. Anyways, uh, episode 75, Ging's Friends and True Friends. Or uh, Jin, Jinotomo to Shintomo. Shinotomo. So Jin no Tomo is like shortened like Jin, uh, Jin's friends. So like no is like possessive, and then Tomo is Tomodachi. Tushin no Tomo, right? Tushin no Tomo. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what Shin means, but oh, true. Yeah, true. Shin is truth. Shin is truth. Jesus. 
Does that mean true Godzilla is the name of Shin Godzilla? Or is, no, so that one's new Godzilla, Godzilla cuz Shin can Shin mean is new. It yeah. can mean new, it can mean true, and it can mean hard. Can it so mean death? True it can mean death. Yeah, Shin can also mean death. Yeah, yeah, so Shin can mean far too many things. It's like one of the most overloaded words in Japanese. Yeah. Damn, I can't wait to watch Death Chan everybody. Yeah, and these are more differentiated in a lot of varieties of Chinese uh than they are in Japanese, but some modern Chinese uh varieties have a similar issue where it's way overloaded. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad we hit that that uh, that uh, Japanese culture quota for our show today. All right. So originally released in Japan on April 14th, 2013. Almost nice. The equivalents of manga chapters are 183 to 185, which were released in Japan on May 26, 2003. The equivalent 1999 episodes are 9192, which were released in Japan on August 18th, 2004. And Joe's probably happy that these are the last episodes. Yes. <laughs> No more garbage for Joe. All right, let's get into the show, Sarah. Let's see what have our, our the best boys been up to in this uh, this chapter of Hunter, 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 Hunter. Yeah, there's All a third right. one now. Exactly, that's Biscuit. <laughs> so, Gone and friends, we left off them being surrounded by the other game players, um, but there's nothing to worry about because these players aren't here to fight. In fact, they're here to assist. Um, they offer a deal that if Gone and Kilo, if anyone gets the top score and wins the last card, they'll sell it to Gone's team for about 2.5 billion jenny, which would only be 5% of the reward money. Sounds like a pretty good deal, if you ask me. Realizing the other players don't know about Batera yet, Gon and Kiloa agreed to the deal, um, but they also want to get the top score by themselves. So whoever gets the lowest score between the two of them loses and gets punished. And the quiz begins. The first question is, what is the name of the elder who gives an important hint about number one patch of forest? Is it A, Hira, B, Hida, C, Hiso, D, Mayu, E, Hima, or F, Betty White. No, <laughs> just kidding. It's Betty White, guys. I got it. I win. Oh, I think that's a misspelling. I think it's Master Pain is what was meant to be written there. Yeah, sorry, oh, yeah. Master Pain. But you can, you can call, usually the canonicalism that they want you to refer to them as Betty. Yes. I, okay. reading this out, I don't know the answer. It's supposed to have been hard because I have a feeling Togashi went back a couple volumes and was like, what the fuck did I call this person again? <laughs> what was their name? Uh, honestly, I think some of them were like made up specifically to throw people off or like just to not be mentioned in the show. <laughs> have yeah. you guys ever taken a standardized test where instead of it was like choose the right answer, it was choose the most correct answer? I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I it is the that. worst. I only had that in college and it was for like some science thing i think it was a chem and i was like why why would you do this what, yeah. like, these my, are all technically fair, correct what do you mean most correct that doesn't even my, make sense <laughs> my favorite thing is is choose choose two at least two. Oh yeah god that's the worst at least uh, two is better than most correct because then that no no, no. That i'm some saying of them i'm are saying i'm saying the oh. most correct at least it choose at least two Oh, and they're most correct. Yeah, no, that intersection is the worst. Oh, but yeah. the reason I brought it up is I was just thinking like back to like what the weirdest fucking test I ever took was. And back in the day, I took the EMT licensing exam and that was the national test was like, hey, pick the most correct. And I was like, why would you do this to people? 
I still think the weirdest <laughs> test I had is I was taking a programming test and I guess there was some mess up and they had to take all the tests back and we had to do it the next week. So fun fact, that's all medical type tests, I think. Because Tommy know. Tommy with nursing had a lot of those questions. I remember oh, like, reviewing his tests and stuff and they're all like that. I think it's because of the flexibility within oh, like, that's in the true. medical community or like the medical profession is that like things can be correct, but what's the best option for- No, like, that's absolutely true. So that, which is, that yeah. actually makes sense. It makes sense, but it's fucking frustrating. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, like you can fill a hole with silicone, like fill like a wound with silicone, yeah. but- Or like or super the- glue, actually- Super glue is used as a suture. It is, yeah. In some in some instances, I actually actually did have like that from like when I have eye surgeries. That into the dissolvable stitches. I didn't even know that was a thing that they. Yeah, dissolvable stitches are sick as hell. But let's continue. Yeah, unless they're in their, your eyeball. I'll go. I'll go back into my eye surgeries later on in another cast. But let's keep going. <laughs> okay, um. So with this quiz, Kilo is struggling, but Golden's pretty confident. Meanwhile, a mysterious mask beekeeper touches a tied-up gun through and says, I caught the bomber, releasing some kind of black smoke from his headgear. So I mentioned this in our Instagram. Like, basically, I looked into his outfit because it looked very familiar to me. And it may or may not be based on, like, a traditional North African uh, headgear that was used, like, by the Tuareg people. But I am not sure. It's just, like, oh, a possibility. Oh, okay. Oh, I was gonna say some stupid like the smoke that came out of his mouth is the that that bee calming agent that they put on the bees oh, yeah. when they want to handle them. <laughs> oh, fun fact! I actually did handle bees for a little while with my grandfather. Oh wow, was it yeah. fun? I got stung. Very a lot. fun. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, it, it was it was kind of interesting because like like he like he would pull the agent out and he just come bring me over and like I never got stung like this is like the stinging was happening like if I go by there because I'm a dumbass. Mm-hmm. And just do without, but like he'd he'd smoke them. He'd pull out the highs, let me look at it like right by my face, and nothing would happen. It's crazy, some of the stuff that they did. But yeah, the honey—it's probably the best honey I had in my life, and I kind of miss it. But anyways, we'll continue mm-hmm. on. Um. Okay. So, the quiz um ends, and the player that has the best score is gone. He got eighty-seven out of hundred questions correct, so that's a solid B plus. Um, Gon gets an owl owl delivered letter that contains the card 110, aka Ruler's Invitation, in the directions to um, the Ruler's Castle in Limerio. Um, Gon is the only one that's allowed. Man, I can't inside. believe Gon's going to Hogwarts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't we ever do that reference? We've probably done it at various points. Yeah, is, yeah. We probably, I think we talked about the sorting hat yeah, when we did we... like Nen types, and uh, we've made a bunch of Harry Potter jokes. Because yeah, we I know an episode's called "You're a Wizard Gone." Oh yeah, you're a hunter yeah. gone. Yeah, yeah man. Gone. If only, <laughs> yeah. If exactly. only, if only J.K. Rowling was nearly as uh, <laughs> trans affirming as Yoshihiro Tagashi. Yeah. Do yeah. you think maybe because a lot of the younger generation, Gen Z, and I'm sure Gen Alpha love Hunter Hunter, do you think that will soon become the new stereotype? Like what nannies are you are? Like with Hogwarts houses? I don't think it's big enough to be that. Like, I think there are a lot of fans of Hunter Hunter, but I don't think it is that big, nor do I think it will ever be that big unless he comes back in like an amazing way. Maybe it's probably Gen gonna Alpha. Be more like what character you are. <laughs> Maybe Gen Alpha will do it. Millennials <laughs> with your children, raise them to love Hunter Hunter. Just get them into real, really into level E and just fuck them up forever. 
Oh my god. I don't know. Personally, I, I think I'm gonna I'm just gonna show my kids exclusively serial experiments, Lane, and oh. uh, Evangelion, and just you know see what happens. Oh jeez. Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna turn out great. <laughs> I um, mean, it's it's either they're gonna be in a giant mech suit or work on computers for the rest of their life, or so. both. I mean, either way, that sounds like a win-win to me. <laughs> or have tra- traumatic childhood experiences. So Why not all three? Either mm-hmm. or. That sounds like a one-one to me. Also, <laughs> I'm going to change my name to Gendo. Anyways. Anyways. Um, after beating up the Bellum Bros for trying to take the cards, Golden Kilo and Bisky brainstorm how to get to the castle. Um, they can't use a company since they never been there. Um, so Bisky suggests to use the card um, 1016 AK Drift, which allows you to transport to a new location. Kila tests it out um, using Drift to go to Limero and returns. So, Gon, Kila, and Bisky use a company to go to the castle. Um, so, from there, the mask beekeeper is Abengane, who um, notes how much stronger the kids are. Um, using magnetic force with Krello's lucifer's name um to travel to hisoka in reality um they're going to get rich off of off an exorcism probably krellos real quick so he mentioned that they're stronger than they were does he say anything about their power in comparison to genthru oh yeah so he says that genthru is still overall more powerful but they had the perfect plan um to beat him so they outsmarted him essentially and that's how they were able to overcome that like power gap between okay cool cool i just want to make sure that wasn't a difference i hadn't noticed Mm -hmm. um so while kilua and bisky wait outside the castle gone enters alone he's greeted by a blonde kid who takes him to the ruler of great island in his messy ass room um the ruler gives gone the last card zero aka ruler's blessing as the prize for getting the top score while teasing him about jing um he also gives gone a special binder with three card slots the cards placed here can be used in the real world but only specific card slots and no copies or specific slot cards and no copies I just thought uh, something really, really, really messed up, but kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Gon was like, you know what, you know what, that guy really want to s- save his, uh, his wife. Let's bring this card back, and like, instead of bringing Angel's breath, he gets back, he's like, hey, I got Angel's breath, and then he just goes and starts crying. Ooh, uh, Batera, that'd be so <laughs> fucked up. Crying, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, so do you, can I keep this in that case? <laughs> God. Yeah, that'd be pretty, <laughs> pretty dark. <laughs> Um, Dark. Yeah, so uh, Ruler asks Gon if he wants the generic ending or the Gon's ending. So Gon chooses his, the generic one so he can watch it with his friends. That's that's pretty sweet, to be honest. Um, <laughs> the blonde and in, in um, parentheses, black butler boy... Um, hopefully you guys get the reference, gets annoyed, telling the ruler to stop messing around. Um, there's no special ending, but they can tell him some new things that now that he's beaten the game. So they finally introduce themselves. 
list is a blondie while Dwan. Um, I think it's Dwang. Dwayne Johnson. Just kidding. Dwang. What a beautiful Dwang. So, so the guy's name is actually pronounced like. How is it? Is it like Dune? Dune. It's Dune, Dune like that. Shitty yeah, I think, I think it's Dune. So Dune, yeah, I always the, forget. The shit that's about to happen uh, is insane to me. The spelling. I'm just like, this is <laughs> yeah. not a Shoot. thing in any language. Uh, um. Yeah. So they're um. They're Jing's friends, and they helped create the game with him, uh, along with some of their other friends. The island's name was created from the first letter of their names. So you have G for Jing, um, since he got to choose the first letter since he was the leader. Um, they settled greed because it started with G. Then you have R for Razor, E for Eta, or Eta, um... That was like the white-haired lady who, like, twin who's um, who explains the game at the start. The white-haired lady. Um, and then you have E again for Elena. She's the other white-haired person that you'll see at the end of the game. And then you had Dune for D, but his actual name is spelt W D W U N E. Um, Jing, being the jerk that he is, legally changed his name to fit the game title without asking. Wow, I would that was kind of that's kind of funny. Actually. That's a very Yusuke yeah. move because remember when he fucking like cut up all the Ruramari stones and like Hokushin was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> Does that support the theory that maybe Yusuke? Is I don't Jing believe that in a literal <laughs> sense, but I do think that Jing is supposed to reflect what Yusuke would have realistically been like. Oh boy! <laughs> I like the idea of him changing. He like changes uh changes uh, Kurabara's name because he didn't like the way it sounded. Kuabaka. That's what he just changed. Oh my the god! <laughs> it's like because you're an idiot. It's like it's like yeah. wait what? No, I'm just imagining because you know how he calls him Kuobara, but like his obvious, like his real given name is Kazuma, and I'm just imagining he's like, I'm gonna change your full name to just your family name now. Fuck it. <laughs> Kuahara. Oh my god, yeah, he changed it to Kuahara. Fuck. <laughs> that has um, to be like a typo someone typed up and like just oh the kuahara thing. I think it's another reading like, of the character yeah. if you're reading them in isolation. Oh. Oh, so yeah. Kind to be of honest, correct, like the almost. Tagashi translations are weird. Like, uh, like, uh, like Kurapika's name is like Kurapuku. Yeah, do not ever trust Tagashi's anglifications of any names because he spelled Krolo without any vowels. Oh boy! I think okay. It feels like by accident, Tagashi has rediscovered Welsh Welsh orthography and is using that for all other languages. No, well, she. <laughs> um, so we're going into the letters for island. Um, I for Ishmael. Okay, these are guesses. These are guesses. <laughs> yeah, those uh, okay, are these are all guesses. So if you guys, the fans listening, have any ideas, let us know. Um, for confirm for sure is L list because you know we met him. Um. A could be potentially Alundra. That's very pretty. Good game. And for Nixon, I don't know why I add that. <laughs> but he was a big fan. 
are sure. these characters within the manga at all or just these are just honestly guessing? i have a feeling okay. it's set up this way because like togashi was probably playing to have them show up at a later point and just never introduce them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like it's like okay i got uh we got greed uh uh fuck it just l everyone else doesn't matter yeah and you know since um jing did dune dirty with changing his name he decided to give him another give him dean island again so just as a forgive me that's fake but yeah or it could be d for dune aka the movie with tim chamelay yo i have a i have a a theory (laughs) i have a theory I could mm-hmm. no a game I theory. could be a hunter oh. who is introduced much later who I can actually tell you about because he is super not plot relevant, but he is a like programmer basically. He's a hacker hunter. His name is Ikshonpei Katocha, and so it could be him. He's oh. a single star hunter. Oh. That makes sense. Okay. And he's a programmer, so I mean he'd be like, Hey, I don't know how to code. Can you help me fix my shit? Yeah, code so he's like a code, dude. he's he a very basic uh powerful, outside. very like uh well ranked hunter, so it could be him. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't he only No, he shows up in the anime, but he's one of the guys voting on something. Uh, oh, okay. Actually that, that makes me wonder, Joe. Do you think I I need to look at back at the later on during the election arc, maybe there's some names in there that might possibly but the only reason i jumped to him specifically was because he's a programmer fair enough all right um so with the as the winner of great island um Gon and his friends they celebrate with a big parade and even a bigger feast in their honor um bisky asked Gon if he's learned anything about jing which was a little but surprised they couldn't tell him where Jing is because they don't even know. Um, they decided which cards they want to take to the real world. Bisky always wanted Blue Planet, but Gon and Kilua choose their cards based on a very secret plan. So when they leave the game, the three cards Gon selects are Blue Planet, Oh, Subo of Coast, Strip of Beach. You know, I think you mean yard of uh, yard yeah, of uh, coastline, <laughs> and um, paladin's necklace. Um, Gon as also thinks Elena by name. Um, politeness, we love to see it. Good for you, Gon, with your manners. Um, back in the real world, Bisky asks, um, uses gain to, to blue planet. Which turns it into a big gem. Um, Gon and Kilua use gain on their cards. So they um, turns out they transformed a company into Strip of Beach. So that way they can bring it outside the game. Um, and then it reverts it back to using Real quick, necklace. Uh, Hannah and Sarah, mm-hmm. how did you feel about the courtesy that Gon showed to uh, Elena and Ata? I liked it. I was like, oh, he didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, as twins, twins, how do you feel about <laughs> this? Oh, because he called the first one by her name, but I think I think he did it for both. I'm I'm more mentioning the fact that he went out of his way to be like, no, you know, I will remember who's who. Oh no, that's really sweet. I mean, as 
growing up, we often had to settle, like, especially in elementary school, some kids didn't even bother learning our names, so. That's fucked up. Yeah, they just called us twin. What are their names? We're gonna You can't even do twin one, twin two, because that requires um, (laughs) differentiation. So So I thought it was really really sweet. sweet. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, Gon notices that, um, another player's name is in his book before him, which doesn't really make sense since he was the first player to enter among their group. So, um, he decides he must meet this other player before, um, whose name is also an anagram. Um, so, N-I-G-G, pronounced as me. Um, is anagram for I guess Jing. I Ooh. feel like that's not. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't think that's exactly what he said when he uh, like the knee. the G was so we don't very, say the G that. was very I, light. I I heard knee in the oh, English. Oh, okay, that might be why. I I just okay. think they probably I were just, just like think it's that's a very unfortunate placing in the letters. I would have done something yeah. differently. Yeah, but uh, to be honest, go with yeah. me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna say me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that was pretty unfortunate. And uh, the thing is that I think it's worse than if you hear it in the Jap like if in Japanese dub. Yeah, they like, say oh, they say no. ooh at the end. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, oh. it's a uh, it's very oh, unfortunate. And there's like, no oh, hard G no. sound in in Japanese, right. so the mm-hmm. would be the closest. So, but ni- you know, honest, it's be... different pronunciation. I guess I can't knock off that. But for the for sake... like an English speaking American, English yeah, it's not yeah. Americans <laughs> with in this podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the me. manga. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Honestly, we don't need to say his name again. Actually, do because the manga and the manga and the other anime do different things with this. <laughs> yeah okay, so. also uh yeah i, I actually kind of want to be a fly on the wall in the booth when they're looking through the script and they see that it's like uh how do you pronounce this exactly they're like knee uh, like <laughs> your body part someone's like so anyway <laughs> you know what? Sure. We're gonna say Najiji from now on. Najiji. Uh, okay. So maybe, anyway, maybe it stands for nice, good game. It stands yeah. for gang. Like it's. I mean, anyway. I guess it's the only anagram I could. No, think there's of. another like, one they do a... in the manga that's like better, but just sounds goofy. Yeah, you'll oh, find out. Is it? What? Oh, okay. we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, anyways, um, the Gon asked. Gon thinks Jing. Um, took him to Great Island as a baby, and after um, saying a heartfelt goodbye to Bisky, Gon and Kilua use the company to travel to the mysterious player. They end up in a foggy forest and see someone fishing with their back turned to them. Is this Jing? Or is it someone else? Question mark, question mark, question mark. We don't know. <laughs> You're going to have to follow us. I mean, I think, I think Patrick's <laughs> going to probably discuss it right away because in the manga, it happens immediately. Actually, I actually skipped over oh, okay, that part okay. specifically. I just, oh. I just pretend, but yeah, next week it's going to be a discussion because they played it's out that so part fucking way different. differently. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's, it's like, it's like, uh, 
It's like um like it's like goth and it's like was it the nice versus hardcore. I don't know what you're talking about. Or something like that. No, it's huh. it's like a like it's it's like a night and day thing. It's like nice and this and it's like the adaptions oh, like hardcore. It's uh it's the Kirby box know. art from the US versus Japan. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, no, it's it's really funny in the manga, just like, oh hey gone, what's up? <laughs> yeah, and the other one's like, watch out! Damn, I can't believe Goldar from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is here. Anyways, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> On to the manga. On to the mangoes. Alright, so uh there's a different there's a few different questions in the manga versus the, the anime. Like the manga, it's like what color flower bloom around an alcoholic spring? Which I don't remember that being in the anime, so I think th- there's a couple different questions that they they show versus the 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 anime. Cause I know some of them are switched out. Um, I was looking at list, and he looks a little bit more plastic, like Maria Takeuchi. A little bit, I guess you could say that uh, that yes. he's right on time, right? Anyways, uh, uh. Wadoon or Dune or what a beautiful Wadoon Chew room is less visibly messy in the manga versus the anime. But I think Joe mentioned that there's a line thing with that, with the 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 actual uh manga chapter, like the actual cult component. Yeah, like uh Patrick was looking at the uh manga issues from Shonen Jump while I read the Viz uh the Viz volumes. Um and they he like basically redid the line art for the Viz volumes because he's like whoa this looks like shit well not just the Viz volumes like the Japanese volume releases as well but like if you look at like some of the stuff from because like we have it in the notes right now but like if you were to ever look at the manga version of the scene it's just sketches. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It was uh. It was kind of funny seeing how I I, I kind of chalked it up to uh to uh. Tagashi being like, uh, oh yeah, it's just totally just a little little bit cluttered. So like trying to give himself the benefit of the doubt. And then the anime, it's like, yeah, Tagashi's messy as fuck. At least in my opinion, at least in my view. And then uh yeah, Biscuit, speaking of that, uh, Biscuit looks crudely drawn when she does that punch thing compared to the anime where she is the full metal alchemist brother. Does anyone know look. where this like punch tradition came from? Because the earliest I can think of is like Ranma, but I wouldn't surprise me if it was in Urusei Uru Yatsura. Like, does anyone know where this whole thing of like a female character punching two male characters is, is from? I don't know. I always thought like, this is like the Sundari punch, but I have no idea where it actually originated from. Interesting. Sounds like a future research topic. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised Takashi being uh, influenced by uh, by Ranma one half. I think he had a couple illusions in the uh, in the manga and his maybe, but I think it might predate even Ranma one half. Is my is my wonder? Probably, like it's just like a trope, like like uh, the zoom in, like shocked faces, mm-hmm. like on Speed Racer. I don't know, that's my opinion, but yeah, for some reason this looks really crudely drawn. But I guess does it look better in the Viz uh, version? If I remember, so if I remember, it does. Okay, yeah, cause yeah, it's kind of funny though, cause it totally, it totally looks like the the F, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood chibi stuff. And I was thinking for a second, wait, did they both do the same thing? It was like an illusion or something? Cause I know there's some issues like like a Winry where she does like a similar sort of uh, motion, or like when uh, or like when um uh Ed is like and like the shock things they call them short and stuff. I think they do that same sort of chibi hmm. look, right? 
I don't know. At least that's just me. But uh, and the last uh, the last one is that the room outside of the game where Biscuit Gone and Kill Talk is more vague looking in the manga compared to the anime. So in the anime, it's like detail that shows them looking over an ocean, but the other one's like a white room with like small line drawings around it. So it seemed like it was, I wouldn't say it was rust, but it was kind of more ambiguous in nature. But uh, yeah, that's it. Let's go into the ninety nine jo- notes, Joe, and uh, let's be sorry yeah, for yeah. So uh, you know, this week we finished up ninety nine, and uh, I saw an interesting screenshot, so I put it in our notes. But in this, the caption reads: "The elder who gave an important hint for Subo of dense forest." And uh, yeah, so are you fucking kidding me? So Subo of I dense looked it up because, like, you remember how they like talk about the stri- strip of forest as well, or patch of forest? It turns yeah. out they also use Subo. So I just huh. looked it up just now. What Subo is? Apparently, it's like an ancient Japanese aerial measurement, roughly three point three uh, square meters, and it's the equivalent of the area of two tatami mats, basically. And so the reason for the strip thing, ah, uh, two tatami. Yeah, mats the reason beach. for the strip thing is because like oftentimes it's arranged lengthwise, even if it is like a square measurement. It seems. Fair enough. I don't know. They should have went with two tatami mats at beach, in my opinion. <laughs> it's derived from that, but I don't know if people in everyday use think of that. But anyways, uh, this version keeps know. the part about Bisky wanting the elixir of youth that's in the manga. So, like, basically she says, ah, you know, the elixir of youth is pretty, uh, you know, pretty tempting, but I'm going to go with Blue Planet. And in this version, List has a distinctly ad- adult male voice not played by a female voice actor. So I don't know why they made it both a child and also played by a woman in 2011. Um, and so in this version, it has a big computer graphic of the word N-I-G-G um, that then flips around and turns into Jing. It was it was the oh 2000. Boy. It was the early 2000s, baby. And we had time for a 3D word art. Oh, we didn't talk about it. But in the manga, the word they used instead of N-I-G-G was Nagig. Or, yeah, Nagig, so it was N-G-I-G, which is way better. You're walking on a thin thin line, Joe. That's not... Second, is that, is that, that's my favorite Ghost in the Shell second. Second, Actually, uh, it just occurred to I'm me they that. might have yeah. intended something else, because you know how the N-G in Jing's name is the, like, the noise? The, like noise that doesn't start words in English but does in Vietnamese and Cantonese and a couple other languages y'all know what I'm talking about yeah so in the manga it could be I I can't make the NG noise very well so anyone who speaks Vietnamese is listening to this can give me some shit I honestly wonder if it just started because he wanted to start the name with another consonant versus a vowel oh I, I definitely think that's the case but i'm saying i wonder if the viz thing i wonder if their idea is like not only do we want to change it so it doesn't say that word but also because like the ng yeah. is actually one phoneme together like they're not like when you say n and g next to each other in english they're actually not two separate letters it's a third it's a third mm. sound that is not produced by either of them hey joe right. I, I was thinking about that uh remember that uh mommy that they repl- replaced <laughs> yes. chords with or they, they kind of yeah. that no sound. my attempts to say the ng noise definitely sound like someone 3d printing a throat of a mummy and running air through it <laughs> that's still pretty funny 
that, that that's yeah that's, what that's the is. noise they were going for but that's that's it for the for the 1999 notes and with that we have the last 1999 episode notes we will probably talk more about 99 a little bit in the future but this is the last time we do an episode i'm so happy i'm done uh i really did like parts of 99 but man the ending sucks uh yeah so with that uh now a word from our compatriots and benefactors Hey, Lassie, what are you doing here? Timmy's in a well. Sequel Cast 2 and Friends is a podcast looking at movies in a franchise, one film at a time, like Harry Potter, Hellraiser, and The Hobbit. And sometimes the hosts talk about video games and TV as well. And now it's part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh, Lassie, we don't need to rescue Timmy. He likes the well well enough, I guess. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Lassie, I told you to lay off the spoilers. Matt, I've got a great idea for a podcast. You and me, we watch movies, right? And some of them are kind of bad, and so we make fun of them. But maybe some of them are good. Chris, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And eat snacks. Movie Fighters, an original idea on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So I'm today I'm going to be doing some sort of like I guess you could say manga versus anime filler analysis, like basically like not just filler, but also like pace analysis where uh, to give you some indication for the different pacing of the anime of Hunter Hunter, I want to discuss how they converted from manga to anime. To do so, we will compare each season's episode count with and without filler versus the amount of the corresponding manga chapters. The ratio will be in the form of how many manga chapters are necessary to create one episode of said version. For some comparison, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Parts 1 through 5 is made up of 594 chapters and ran as 152 episodes, giving it a ratio of one episode per 3.909 manga chapters, while Dragon Ball Z, on the other hand, is 325 chapters and was turned into 291 episodes for DBZ and 167 episodes for Dragon Ball Kai, meaning that DBZ episodes were made from 1.123 manga chapters and Kai made from the much more efficient at 1.96 chapters into one episode. So, long story short, the higher the ratio, the more the anime edits out. Or does not add filler. Both of those are kind of the truth. Both of those are kind of what we're going at. So, um, does anyone have any questions before we go? I, I know that was kind of explained very fast. Y'all didn't hear it because Megan asked before the break, but she asked, how long did this take you? And I told her, longer than I care to admit. And like, let's quantify that since we're all about data. How admit it? How many hours did this take you? I did this months ago, so I frankly okay. don't remember. Oh man, you've had this on deck for months. Because I was thinking about it one day, and I'm like, I'd like to see this trend myself so I can better understand the differences between the two shows. And then I just don't remember how long it took me, but I do remember it taking a while. Man, you're a nerd. Fair <laughs> enough, but <laughs> it's fun times. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to start with the Hunter exam arc, which was 38 chapters long in the manga. And in 99, it was uh, th 31 episodes if you just are looking at episodes. But without filler, it's 24 episodes. There's just seven episodes. Well, there's a couple episodes plus like random filler bits throughout the Hunter exam. And it's really guilty of this. So because of this, in terms of its gross ratio, it's 1.23. And the ratio without filler, it's 1.58. So these are like going at Dragon Ball Z level slows. A Dragon Ball Z level slow. 
Um, with 2011, it has a gross count of 21. And without filler, it's 19 because 2011 has two episodes of filler in the first season. So its ratio is 1.8, which brings it more towards Dragon Ball Kai. And then its ratio without filler is two. So it's going much faster. So what's a perfect, hold on, what's a perfect anime without any filler? Is that a one? Uh, no, no, it would be very high. Oh, okay. So and no fillers in an anime would have a ratio of like, a hundred? Well, it's not just no filler because like this is this is quantifying two different things. It's not just no filler. It also like you can achieve a very high ratio if you just eliminate canonical parts too, which is bad. So don't think this is good necessarily. Just think of it as pace. Oh, okay. So it's not we're not cal- you didn't calculate the ratio of filler. You calculated how fast based off the manga it goes. Yeah, basically. So how much okay. did the pace like change? Okay. Yeah, and so in the case of uh, 99, season one is the absolute slowest of the true full seasons at converting manga chapters to episodes, with each episode being created from about 1.23 chapters, slightly faster than DBZ in 2011's 1.8 chapter conversion rate. If you eliminate all filter from both, with 99 having five filler ups and two episodes worth of interstitial filler, and 99 is still moving at a glacial 1.33 pace. So the next section is the Zoldic arc, which was four chapters, and in 99 was four episodes and without filler is three episodes. So the ratio is one. This is insanely slow because manga never covers as much as an episode. And the ratio without filler is still 1.33. So still absurdly slow. Like one is slower than DBZ. 1.33 is a little bit faster than DBZ. You know, the anime full of people charging up for multiple episodes. Um, so 2011, on the other hand, has uh, gross three episodes and the net without filler is 2.33 and the uh, 2.33 episodes and the ratio is 1.33 with the ratio without filler is 1.71. So the Zoltic arc is very short. So these numbers might not provide much info, but if you count it as an actual, if you count it, it is the actual slowest part of the whole series in both 99 and 2011 with 99 literally making an anime app per manga chapter and 2011 going at 1.33 chapters per app. If you eliminate the filler in both, they go faster, but not by much. So next section, uh, Heaven's Arena, which has a very weird result, actually. It's 21 chapters in the manga, and in 99, it's only nine episodes, and the net without filter is nine. Same. The ratio for this is 2.38, which is much faster than the one for uh, 2011, which, because it's 12 episodes, the ratio is 1.75 or 1.92 without filler. This arc has a couple interesting things going in that it is the only arc where 99 is vastly more efficient than 2011, and 2011 has one filler up while 99 has none. This comes at the price of losing some good fights because 99 just like straight up omits a couple fights. Which is weird because normally that's what 2011 does. 2011 usually omits things. Yeah, but who's really watching 99 anyways? I think there's good things to 99, but this is not the part of 99 that's worth watching. In fact, this should be fucking skipped. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, so York knew, uh, which is cha- 40 chapters and in 99 was, uh, 19 chapters, giving it a ratio of 2.1 in 2011, it's 18, uh, it's 18 episodes. So they're pretty close. Actually, this is the last arc before, and I'm separating York new and phantom troop because that's what the 99 version does. And so I just made the equivalent conversion rate for both shows. 
So the last arc before 99 started doing OVAs instead of TV and is very efficient and comparable between both versions. Like 99 and 2011 are almost the exact same ratio beat for beat here to the point where I kind of want to rewatch these episodes and see if 2011 like based its outline very directly or not. But people talk about the OVAs as an effort for 99 to go fillerless, but it turns out they were actually already fillerless before, like during the final season of the TV run. So uh, OVA, The Phantom Troop, 16 chapters of manga, uh, 99 episodes, it's eight, and the ratio is two. Uh, 2011, it's five, and the ratio is 3.2. Ironically, this probably had to draw out the saga and the OVA because uh, so even though it was fillerless, it goes way slower than 2011. I think I mentioned this when we were covering those episodes where I'm just like, yeah, they just drag shit out. There's no filler, but they're just dragging shit out for no reason. Or if there is filler, it's minimal. Like they they embellish like parts of Pocanota walking past some cats. And it's like, yeah, these cats are very important for some reason. It was cool as a tone piece. Um, but like, yeah, watching this week to week would fucking suck. Yeah. Um, so finally, Greed Island, uh, 66 chapters in the 99 version was 22 episodes. So it's a ratio of three. 2011 moves slightly faster at 3.48. So while 99 moves slower, these are both blazingly fast because the manga here is full of explanations of powers and discussions of strategy and talks about the card game like a fuck ton and both animes eliminated all of that. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they got rid of that. I did not like the anim- really the card aspect of it. It looked like it was just too much, you know? Yeah, it was definitely like Tagashi getting out the like, man, in an alternate universe, I would have liked to have been a game designer. So let me just get it all out on the page, baby. So before, so like in the manga, it's more of like a hard magic system or a hard like game system, right? Where like there really are rules for literally everything. Oh, yeah. And people is. are constantly talking about like, how many escapes do I think the other person has in order for me to chase them down? And like, this is a regular topic of discussion. I I think I think they did a good job with like, it does get kind of confusing at the end with all the um, jumping around. We got there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It gets confusing at the end with all the jumping arounds, like with the um, not escape. The, what's the what's the uh, yeah, like a company, like fall, and, a company and stuff. Yeah. But I think that's a good level for like the average consumer, where you can't just like go back and reread like what it, the fuck exactly. You said. Like, like I think the manga is a good choice as a manga because you can always reread. While mm-hmm. as an anime, it's just like oh, you might never hear this information again. Remember, remember the card system you just found out about two seconds ago? <laughs> yeah, so this decision I definitely support, even though I'm usually someone who's like, I love fiddly bullshit. Um, and so this part was not done in 99, but just for comparison, uh, Chimera Ant has a ratio of 2.18, which is slower than uh, anything since Heaven's Arena. So uh, basically, Chimera Ant, while slow, is actually not as slow as people think it is. It's just slower than the two previous seasons. Yeah, if you watch it on your first go, you're like, when is this going to end? And then the second time you watch it around, you're like, huh, that's that's faster than I thought it was. Yeah, like Chimera Ant is vastly it's faster long, than the though. Hunter exam. Could you did you give the how many episodes are in Chimera? Because I know that's uh, it's the like 60 arc. something, I think. Yeah. Out of a uh, 200 episode show. Yeah, out of 148. Right? Oh, shit. And so the election arc is 1.75, which is as slow as Heaven's Arena, which makes sense because it's literally deliberative. Yeah, um, yeah. going on there. But yeah, I, I do like how how Chimera Ann is pretty much more than half the show. It does it's not more than half, but it's near. Yeah, yeah. it's it's near that. But I mean, it makes sense because it was made specifically for that anime. Yeah, and it was like ten years long. Yeah. Oh damn. Does, he, he took ten years to write Chimera. I think near ten years. It's oh like around a decade. So. Jeez. Man. So, oh. Uh, 
Megan, I'll let you say what you're going to say in two seconds, but basically I've also included a graph that shows the conversion rate across the different arcs um, between the different versions with and without filler. Uh, and we're going to um, post that on our Instagram and Facebook. and You know, I probably should, just yeah. so people know what the fuck I'm talking about. But if yeah. you look at it, Chimera Ant is actually the exact average speed of everything else in the entire series. Not the exact, but it's very near the exact average. And so a big part of the reason that people think Chimera Ant is so slow is because it literally comes after the fastest part of the series. That's probably true. Um, what I was going to just ask you real quick is election include the Zoldic. Yes, because okay. they happen simultaneous. Yeah, they do. Okay, it's kind of like uh, how York knew and whatever Gon's doing. <laughs> He's barely Yeah, York knew and I don't know, some what a, auction bullshit. out, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's uh, basically that. I guess, like, so since you guys, like, didn't watch 99, like, what do you think about both this pacing thing and what I've told you about 99 to this point? Is this something that you guys would ever consider watching, like, parts of or not? Uh, maybe Honestly, if we ran out of, obviously, everything, I definitely think I'd wa be down to watch it again. Yeah, I'm also on the same boat as, like, I mean, you guys have explained enough of it so much that, like, I feel like I don't need to watch 99 at this point. Maybe if you guys... If, like, I had a clip in mind that, like, I, like, really wanted to compare. But honestly, I'm one of those people who, like, if I do one thing, I can't go back and do the other. Like, uh, Brotherhood and, and Full Metal Alchemist is a good example, right? Because they're both finished. Um, I can't go back and watch Full Metal Alchemist um, after Brotherhood, even though I know Alchemist has its own thing going for it, right? Yeah. And I just, it, for some reason, like, going backwards in animation... Uh, not necessarily backwards, but like getting an older style of animation or like not as crisp quality of stuff for a lot of times usually like kind of bugs me out, especially if the story isn't fully finished. Um, so interesting story because 99 was made as part of the last generation of non-digital anime. It is actually much crisper than parts of 2011. Oh, it really is hand-drawn. Yes. Oh, interesting. I guess okay. Didn't they go to digital for Greed Island, though? They went that... to digital for Greed Island, and I was about to say, do not ever watch 99 Greed Island. It is bad. Okay. Fair. It is early digital anime, and it looks terrible. So I think I would consider watching it um, maybe in clips versus the whole thing, just to see what the Smart. big differences are. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, and I was just saying that uh, in terms of the Chris, the uh, they want to go. You don't want to go back to watch the older stuff. You kind of want to do that for Berserk because the OVA oh, is yeah. miles better. But I don't think they even covered the Golden Age in uh, in 2016, though, did they? I forget if they did or if I'm just re remembering the uh, 2013 movie series. But yeah, yeah I think that that might be why they did that. Yeah, they might have skipped it because they're like, "You already saw those fucking movies that look like PS2 games." Yeah, but yeah, watch the OVA and then just read the rest of the manga. And then cry because you can't finish the manga. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I definitely understand your guys' position about uh, 99. I enjoyed, but um, I also had to wade through a bunch of, like, dumb bullshit. So, yeah. No, uh, cool, cool. So, yeah, uh, now we're going to cover 1999's music. We already kind of covered the artist behind it, but I just want to talk about uh, the actual songs, and then I'm going to show everyone... Um, some of the stuff. I have like a chart here that shows uh, where each of the intros and outros was used. So if, on the first two columns is basically the 99 stuff. And then for comparison, I have the 2011 stuff on the right side. And 
Um, I'll probably post this, but basically it does not necessarily overlap because both of those series had very different conceptions of, like, what a season was. And I think this has a lot to do with, like, Togashi and the manga. Like, seasons cross into each other pretty hardcore, and, like, the distinction that 2011 makes is kind of artificial. As opposed to in Yu Hakusho, where, like, the seasons are very clearly delineated. Where it's just like, oh yeah, go into the Dark Tournament, baby. Um... Yeah, so I will start playing that stuff. Uh, let me just open that and then start streaming it to the others. And hopefully this audio will come through. Just a sec. Just making sure I'm recording. Cool, cool. Okay, so y'all are here and can hear me? Yep. Okay, so I'll, I'll full screen this shit. And then just checking, have any of you guys seen any of these? Uh, Where are we looking? Oh, go into like go into my stream in Discord. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I haven't. So. Okay, just know this first one is classic. It's pretty bad, but it's like the classic one. And then there's some that are like later where you're just like, what were any of you thinking? When I say it's bad, I mean the song is good, but like the imagery, you'll just be like, wow, this is the most generic thing I've ever seen in my life. Let's go. Can everyone hear? Is this the very first one? Yeah, this is the first one. Oh. That was really cute. Uh, I would. really cute. It's cute, but it doesn't make canonical sense because this scene happened before they met Kilua. Oh. Oh, this scene actually happened? Um, it's when they were about to, like, go with the uh, Kiriko to go to the Hunter exam. Oh, I thought this was just, like, some random thing they edited or, like, animated, so... It, it is, but it's hinted to be at that point, and it's like, this literally could not have happened. Oh. They do stuff like that, like, in the, in the 2011 as well, with, uh... I think there's one, one departure show where Krakuka, like, checks his hair. I'm turning it down because I cannot hear Patrick for the life of me. Also, yeah, Togashi said gay rights. Oh, nice. I agree. Um, but for is it was it common in like the night or late nineties to have like just kind of one peaceful scene of the characters? Because yes. right now it's just a bunch of mismatch. Like I think in the two thousands there was like spoilers everywhere, right? Like you're like, oh, that so that guy dies. Uh huh. Got yeah. it. Now it's a little more abstract. Where you're like, oh, what's this shape doing? I don't know. Honestly, fun, I kind of fun, I kind of prefer fun that. images. <laughs> I kind of prefer the fun images and, like, the non-canonical stuff because I'd rather have, like, you know, the intros that don't spoil a bunch of shit and, like, oh, happy-go-lucky and just, like, little references here and there. I like how JoJo does it where it's, like, very much about the tone and then there are spoilers only retroactively because it's, like, you could not have understood what was going on there. Yeah, I think that's how, uh, uh, what's it, Attack on Titans, like, latest season. Oh, yeah, that was That's good. a very, like, it's a vibe, right? It's a it's a feeling you're getting. You <laughs> it's don't a fascist really vibe, characters. but it's a vibe. Yeah, but you can kind of, like, you wouldn't want to bring, you're like, oh, I kind of get why all this stuff is here now. Like, I yeah. get it, kind of, but you still are, like, you won't, it won't spoil anything. I can't remember what anime it was, but I remember being like, oh, so these two end up together. Got it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, Jojo's, like, notorious for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, like, uh, 2011 Hunter Hunter really spoils some shit in a way where I'm just like, why would you do this? Uh, I mean, 99 does, too, and I'll show you that, but, like, uh, you guys ready to move on to the next one? Yeah. Yeah, so just so everyone knows, this next one 
used to be our outro theme or a cover of it used to be our outro theme and this was probably sung by the most famous musician who was on here uh who was a city pop artist in the 80s who is it oh god what's her name uh let me look this up sorry it's not it's not takuchi is it no this person died oh that sucks that's uh, song of the wind yeah there's too many songs named song of the wind so let me look this up uh for the hunter hunter version uh minako honda oh she did, i remember we looked yeah she did bathroom angel which sounds really dumb but i'll show you the picture rip we can describe it to the the podcast people in your cars listening okay this chilling, is driving down the highway that's just bathroom apparently bathroom angels are very common decor for i'm assuming an older generation she looks kind of like my aunt. Oh, that's Lisa awkward because I was about to say she's real hot. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay, Hashtag cool. That too. It's a it's the perm from the it's the Asian perm from the 80s. From the 80s, I think yeah. That's, that's what it is. That's perm. Dude, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't know that if it's just me, but I'm digging that vibe like the, the like the 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 Asian perm. Oh yeah, it's you that. should watch uh, Fresh back. Off the Boat. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So you guys ready? Hell yeah. I need to watch that show actually. Also, I really like this one a lot, actually. This gave me Sailor Moon vibes right away with that, like. Yeah. Oh, I it's. Can you turn up a little, Joe? Uh, yeah. The whole first season is basically just like Mito being like, "Oh, I hope Gon's okay." Mito's as the as the outro. Lies. Mito kind of looks like me when I'm in the bathroom. Wow. I don't. Anyways. <laughs> not like not. Uh, mm, mm, sh- you're a bathroom angel of sorts. <laughs> okay, like these openings and endings are giving us nothing. Yeah, <laughs> which is good but bad. Like, I I do like that this adds to like Mito's character because like ninety nine really tried to do that, but like it is good. goofy. Good. But it's like it's her character's still in relation to Gon. So yeah. like, it's still, she's still not her own person. Yeah, so it, it fails the Bechdel test. I'm sorry. I would say the animation quality is really pretty. Like, and I didn't say this in the opening, but it's really smooth and fluid. For sure. Maybe because there isn't a lot to do. <laughs> yes, they're <Yeah>. mostly panning. <laughs> yeah, they're panning on a still photo, but still. Yeah. I, 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 I do gotta I do gotta respect though that they that Aunt Mito got her own opening. Uh, closing, closing. Yeah. Closing. Sorry. I like how um, the, that the ending and the opening are contrasting, mainly being one Mito and Gon had their opening set in different times of the day, so like morning versus night, and also musically, both had guitar-focused um, songs, but different sounds, like Gon was like light rock, mm. pop sounding, and you know, upbeat while the ending was more like a somber, almost Latin inspired um, sound, mm. which I thought was a interesting choice. I can see that. Yeah, it's it's interesting because both of these actually appear as light motifs throughout the entire series, like basically covers of them that are instrumental and arranged differently. So it's mm-hmm. I actually really like both those songs. I just think the visuals for the first one are kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, when, when you when you brought up that 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 the uh... That sort of that sort of spag sounding to it. I just imagine Selena. Uh, what if Selena did a uh, Hunter Hunter closer for opening? God, that'd have been kind of cool. 
Um, but real quick, so that went from episode 1 to 48, which uh, doesn't mean anything to you because that's the 99 episodes. But long story short, it continued through all the way through the Zoldic arc, the Heavens Arena arc, and uh, the beginning of York New. Meanwhile, Kaze no Uta, the song we just heard, was only the Hunter exam and stops the moment they get to the Zoldic house. Okay, so for the 2011, we watched... It's the same exact opening no matter what for 48 episodes. Like, visually, for I know it's the same song, just different verses. Yeah. Oh, for 99. Yeah. So that was that was for 48. Okay. What about for the 2011 version? Oh, so 2011, th- this thing would have covered both Departure version 1 and Departure version 2. Oh, uh, okay. So same song, exactly. So same part of that song. Oh, yeah, the Ohio, the Ohio thing? No, Ohio yeah. was like literally the same song, same visuals, n- no verse difference, same everything. Oh, for... For, for 48 for, episodes. For 48 episodes? Okay, cool. Can we see how much it covers? I actually don't remember the opening because I always skip it just because, uh, you know, you're watching all these episodes. Oh, you mean of uh, <laughs> Departure version 1? Yeah. Uh, see, to compare? I or later? It, I think it shows, like, it. I think it basically shows a similar, like, hey, we're in a forest. Like, I think it's basically <laughs> intended to be like, hey, it's kind of the hunter exam right now. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And, hunter forest. Yeah, and meanwhile, Just Awake was played at this point. So we're about to go to the next one, which... um. This is a, a second ending because they switch endings at the Zoldic arc. So this is going to cover Zoldic, Heaven's Arena, and most of York New. Fair. Do I stay or do I go now? Oh, that's pretty. Wait, what? This, I forgot. Why does that Hisoka look so... Oh, because his hair color in the manga covers was blue until later. Oh, okay, okay. So this is, this is yeah. Also, it's oh, gay as hell. Romantic. It's awesome. Legit Wait. gay as hell. Um, hey, is it me or is why do all the '90s openings fucking take major ass? The songs, at least. That I mean, major? that's still till to this day. I mean, you I can't tell me. These, like some of these are like a vibe though. I love like this early yeah. to late '90s rock music. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite. I think songs. that's it. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm getting it's like, like kill. Uh, I'm kind of like like Sugar Ray vibes from it. Maybe that's just yeah. Me. I wonder if that's what was popular in like. I mean, it's probably there's you could we could probably dissect every single opening from this era, right, or every popular opening and see like what the vibe was. Because I feel like in the early 2000s we got into heavy metal or like mm. J rock, right, versus like this kind of chiller pop or like chiller rock kind of vibes. Also, did you see the height difference between Gon and Kilo there? Because they really emphasize in '99. Gon is who's taller, Killua? I'm Killua assuming. is taller. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of um, Flo, oh, damn, the band. Their Ooh. earlier mm, stuff. I can see that. Ooh, I get that vibe. But chiller. <laughs> <laughs> but chiller. <laughs> they were a little more punky when they first came out. I feel like. So speaking of Flo, I'm actually unreasonably angry that uh, apparently they're re-airing Gurren, uh, 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 Code Geass and they removed uh, colors for that intro. Wow! Boo! Oh. Wait, what? Happened? Apparently, on their part. Yeah, apparently, uh, they're re-airing uh, Code Geass and for the mm-hmm. anniversary of it in Japan, and they and they changed the intro of uh, colors. What? To why? Else. I don't know, but apparently they changed it. Maybe it was a copyright thing. Mm. But but it's it, that's it, it's true. Kinda... Some of the, some anime songs openings are multiple used multiply. Like <laughs> yeah, and and the weird thing is that it makes sense because in the the new Robot Wars they have a. Uh, 
Code Geass, but they don't use colors in it at all, which is like a shock. I do not understand how Super Robot Wars gets made. I, I get it, just because Japan. What's Super Robot Wars? Uh, it is a strategy role. It's a strategy like tactics game starring like a bunch oh. of different robot series from like all over time and all over different companies, and they all are down to license together. And it was a nightmare getting them to come to the U.S. because in the U.S. companies do not fucking do this. Yeah. yeah, not to mention like there's so many. That's that's the reason why uh, the the show, the jump fighting game series took so long because there's so many different companies that own so many different rights. Like the people that own Yu-Gi-Oh and like and like Yu Hakusho are two completely different companies for it's, the rights in America. Yeah, it's almost kind of a like it's it's a bummer that we do that here, right? But it's also a bummer that they don't do that in Japan in, in the same Japan? way. Hmm. Um. So with like the copyright laws in Japan, are they just more strict? with exporting yes yeah because there's a i think okay i could be wrong so this is this is kind of speculation and not real analysis but there's a communal i know there's a communal aspect to culture in japan and yes. i think that transcends into business where they're not as stringent on copyright so like doujins right are like really popular like fan fictions are really popular and you can sell those yes to to, um, to reiterate because we've talked about this in a previous yeah. episode doujin does not inherently mean erotic in fact in japan yeah. it is very rarely what it means yeah so like the you know you know just fanfic right i guess we can just yeah. say fanfic it's easier um in manga form but um you know referencing other media won't get you in trouble i think the problem if that is is if the media is like grassroots especially or even like made the content's made by somebody anybody can take that media and like do kind of what they want with it i know there's laws but like it's a little more socially acceptable for like a big conglomerate to take your work and mm, i don't yeah, know if true. those artists get paid the same way like you would if you had to make a deal in the states right i don't so, like, think they do yeah so, so I, I get what you're the saying bummer. Yeah. So it's a bummer. It's a it's great because then we get all this cool media. We get you know fanfic artists get to like really explore their their thing. I mean they don't really make money off of it, so it's not. I don't think the Dojin community is really like, you know, uh, affecting the mainstream anime community, right? But like manga cause like anime art like like people who actually work in that industry who aren't at like the top tier like, you know, even uh, Togashi or whoever if they're not that level almost like you. You're gonna go broke like you don't make money um yeah. and if if something like a project like this comes along i think i hope they make money i hope i'm wrong but i think a part of me has a feeling that they don't make as money as they probably should mm -hmm. or they would if like the copyright laws were as stringent as they were in america yeah um, in, in an ideal world copyright would apply much harder to corporations than it does mm -hmm. to individuals across the entire right. world yeah, yeah, not to mention like in Japan, Soeisha owns all of that. The like in terms of like the Shonen, like the Jump Force and the Jump Superstars, they own all that, so they can use that. But in America, it's different with the license agreements and distribution, of the voices. So I think that's why it took so long, and that's why we don't get dubbed stuff in uh, like the Jump Force games, is because that I think there's rights with the dubbing stuff that messes mm -hmm. it up. Yeah. yeah, nightmare. Anyways, you guys ready for the next? Yep. Yeah. So this might be my favorite one as a combination of images and music. I don't think it's the best music, but I do think it's probably the best images. Is this Eva? As you can tell, this is York New, and it's Kurapika getting real emo about shit. 
I mean, I do like how they have different openings for approximately the arcs, right? Because, like, they are very different vibes. <laughs> it's a... I would, I would say maybe not approximately the arcs. I do like that they have different openings, but, like, they cut across arcs weirdly. Oh, uh, okay. So you're like, where is this giving? Is the song giving anyone else a Radiohead vibes? Or is that just me? Yeah, definitely. Oh, we're definitely in the, the the portion of like we're spoiling things here. Like, <laughs> it's like, why are the Zoldics here? Yeah. Oh, what oh is this? Oh my god, that's such a big spoiler. Yeah. Also, it's crazy how much more like York New in '99 looks like actual New York than like 2011's does. And I guess, like, if you're watching, like, if you turn in, right, in, like, a schedule, regular, in your regular schedule broadcast, um, and you needed to turn on and see if you like something and the opening happened to be on, you want it to be interesting, I guess. So, like, yeah, for sure. That works, right? Uh, yeah, I think anime airs weirdly in Japan, though. Like, so, like I, I read, I was looking at the, like, Lane again. I was looking at Lane. Apparently, it aired, like, at one in the morning. Oh, no, th that's because it's, that's specifically Lane because it was, like, a very weird product. They're like, this will not appeal to people on mainstream shit. I've oh, never yeah, heard of Lane before in my life. I'm not going to lie. So, in the 90s, amongst American fans, Lane was, like, the, this is the coolest thing to ever come out. But, like, it's, like, the most hardcore, hardcore, pretentious shit. It has. Okay. It, it it's, like, really kind of, like, it, what is that one that was on Adult Swim that they remade? Um... Cowboy. It was really popular, specifically in the states. Oh, oh, uh, fucking. Uh, oh yeah, fully coolie and also uh, Big O. Yeah, those two were like actually really popular in the states. But like, sometimes you mention anime that was really big in the states to someone Japanese and be like, I don't. So Lane was not big in the states. Lane was just like, hey, amongst the absolute most hardcore people, Lane is what you should watch. And it was the same way in Japan. Okay. It was like it was like another Eva. It was very otaku based. But even now. Yeah. Is it, it doesn't have the same reputation as Eva does now and how it aged. It literally is, unfortunately, it's a relic of its era, and I really don't see it discussed beyond fringe otakus. Or, and it's not, I, I've never seen it on any list before, and I really haven't heard of it until like quite recently. Either, I've so seen it on cool. a lot of older people's lists who are like really online because like it's about being really online. <laughs> Yeah, it's very Ghost in the Shelly. It's like a mystery. Is it mystery. more like a um, Welcome to the NHK type of show? That's a little newer. But... I've never seen that. Okay, it's a, it's a, uh... You guys might like that one, Welcome to the NHK. There is, I mean, it's a product of its time, uh, weird pedophilia vibes. Um, but other than that, it's a, it's an interesting show. I don't want to say it's good, but it's it's a uh, lot to do with like mental health and um, like psychotic breakdowns and things yeah, like that um but like i think i remember watching i'm like hmm. uh they're they're literal pedophile like vibes in that one um so yeah. that's a warning um it's worth the have, kind of examination i'll definitely check that out I, I think in terms of lane though it's really not aired anywhere like it's one of the, the unfortunate animes that don't have like are on streaming services which i think a lot of older animes suffer from sadly that aren't like in the mainstream like i mean like, I think only yeah. rare ones by Funimation really get broadcasted. To be fair, though, like, even maybe 15, maybe about 15 years ago, we wouldn't have access to even the most basic stuff. Like, we would have to either, like, we only had access to the 1% of, of anime. So, like, right now we have, I don't know how much percentage of anime we have access to, but, like... Probably 95%, because I see, like, probably about, localized. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, for sure. So I think there were definitely uh, series that I had a much easier time finding back in the day because piracy was everything way, was illegal. Yeah, because piracy was yeah. way easier back then. Oh, like yeah. you can still do it, but there's certain series where it's just been like scrubbed from the fucking internet. That's true. Like the uh, dubbed version of Sailor Moon. Fun oh, fact: the original yeah. dub that we grew up with, uh, because of licensing here in the states, because we not we Viz bought it. They technically own the rights, but since they redid the dub, they're never going to release the original dub again. So oh, this is why weird, 99 like... will never come out again. Huh? This is why Hunter Hunter 99 will never come out again. Yeah, like we already have a 2011 version. Yeah. Um, so... One of your sad fact? Kirby hmm. Redpack Gatch's anime, the dub one, it will. It literally was aired by four kids. It did okay, but the, the rights were never renewed, and they only released like five DVDs out of the series. And for some reason, compared to Ultimate Muscle, uh, Shaman King, that have all their, their episodes online, uh, for the longest time, Kirby Right Back At you had nothing. And actually, there's some lost episodes because there's apparently a a trial or something that interrupted one of the showings, and that was the only time it broadcasted. So there's mm. literally a bunch of lost episodes for that, and that show's only, like, less than 20 years old. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a Nintendo licensing thing. That too, like they used to, like it, they get so close of airing a lot of it, but then they just stop. Like, oh, gonna show the first twenty episodes. Like, okay, we're done, and it's like, oh, I guess the other ninety, the other eighty, it's like, fuck me, right? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I yes, wanna, yes, fuck one, you. But go ahead, go one ahead. One last thing. Speaking of anime, I can't find. There's an anime called Kamisama Kazoku, which means God's Family. If anyone can find it for me. I don't care if it's illegal, whatever. Uh, please, please let me know where you found it, because I've been wanting to rewatch that show since I was a kid. It was one of my favorites, but it's one of those like kind of. It was a 13 episode anime, boy with blue hair, girl with pink hair, stuff to do with angels and gods. Very short, very cute. Uh, oh, someone is that can find the that. The angel uh, hits the kid and like blows his head off with the. No, bat? that's Angel Dodokoro or something like that. Okay. Um, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, Megan, send me the, text me the name of that, and I'll look that up for you. Okay, thanks, Pat. Okay, no so worries. finally, uh, well, not finally, but so the song we just did was uh, Tayo wa Yoru uh, Mo Kagayaku, which means, like, the sun shines even at night, which, you know, very, very Kurapika. But that played throughout the rest of 99 York New, which means that it ended with uh, Silva and uh, Zeno's fight against Krollo. The one I'm about to play also ended there, but, like, had Do You Feel Like I Feel, the last outro that we played, uh, go up until way later. This doesn't make any sense unless I show you the fucking chart, but fuck it. I'll post it eventually. You know, like, that's, like, video camera recording. Oh, like, yeah. Like a sitcom. Like, it has, it's fuzzy, like a, it's, like, purposefully fuzzy. So this was the era <laughs> where people were doing hand animation, but then digital effects on top, as opposed to pure digital anime that happened later. I like this, though. I, I, like I the, love this. You got, like, a filter. This is so it. much better than, like, pure digital yeah. was for, like, years. I mean, yeah, to I, be I, fair, oh, they got the manga. Yep. Is this the real... Yeah. That's cool. I mean, to be fair, they didn't do much in first form as actual animation. I think, right, Hannah? It looks like they just took, a, they just drew something and then panned the camera, and then. That's like we always done that. Yeah. Like with this Kurapika thing, I'm assuming they drew Kurapika standing still and then just like gave him blinking eyes or like shimmering eyes with the chain moving, and then just put that on a loop. I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Probably. They might have just took poses from the manga and just superimposed and actually animated it. 
Honestly, I really wouldn't be surprised if I did like an image analysis on this, if I could find like a photo of like New York this is based on right now. Yeah, it is kind of. Also, I, don't, I didn't want to keep bringing this up, but it does have lane vibes at the intro of that. So I'm sorry if I brought that for the 12th time. I thought you were going to bring up 9-11, honestly. Why would I? Why the fuck would I bring up 9-11? Because we do every New episode. York. Anytime New York is there brought up, no Pat. There's no reason to bring up 9-11. No, no Twin Towers Pat, there. we bring it up so much no, anytime. No <laughs> anytime New York, not just you, it's me too. <laughs> Megan's brought it up. It has happened. I know, but <laughs> I don't know. Like I wasn't thinking of 9-11 at all, but now I'm thinking about Yeah, now you now are. we're all thinking about 9-11. Um, but why were the Twin Towers absent from that? Welcome I mean, to oh, see. Wait. I'm not saying. Oh, it's not September yet. Welcome to season nine, years. episode eleven of the Spirit Hunters. Oh my God, no! It's been twenty years. Twenty years, guys. Twenty years. Holy ah. shit! Okay, ah. let's save ah. this for a future episode. But fuck. Anyways, the anniversary. We watched York New again. Okay, so we just finished the anime. We are now moving on to the actual OVA. So here we go, baby. Why does it look happy? Yeah, why does this look wonky? Like, I. No, I I like this because it's like, oh, Kurapika's one of the kids right now. And, like, you know, Leorio's a little bit older, but Kurapika's a kid. Oh, wait, I have revenge to do. <laughs> wait, the revenge isn't on. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, the revenge is on a Hisoka, but I get, I get where they're going with this. Oh, that's weird. The guy with the. He's usually a brute blonde. Yeah. And so now Kurapika's leading because now he's like, revenge, baby, let's go. Yeah. Is this when they switched to digital, or is this still uh, Cell? Uh, they... I forget what was going on in the actual episodes at this point, because the I don't think these credits are representative. These look very, really digital animated, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have a mixture. It might have been hand-drawn and then digitally cleaned. That makes sense. the colors yeah. are still very, like, saturated. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that classic painted Cell animation. Yeah. Of shades of green. Okay, so this is the ending for the OPA? OPA? Yeah, yeah, but I just wanted to say, like, I like how it shows fucking Kurapika whipping a chain at someone shooting a gun at him. Makes sense. Hey, These things make sense. That's what it does. Well, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, he was shown to deflect bullets as well, so fuck it, I guess. Maybe it's kind of like, uh, kind of like the Liberator from uh, Suicide Squad. <sighs> yeah. So this next one, uh, trigger warning, uh, this has the worst ship in anime, <laughs> um, the uh, Krolo Kurapika, like, I don't think that's necessarily what they intended, but man, there was a lot of Krolo Kurapika shipping on Twitter, and it's a nightmare, because it's effectively like, hey man, what if you had a uh, Jewish freedom fighter and uh, Adolf Hitler as, like, your favorite ship? Uh, is, I mean, I was going to use a way worse comparison. Is Krolo Hitler? Ship, Krolo killed his entire people! Literal yeah, genocide. Oh, okay, so yeah. How did I guess. it become popular on Twitter? Is it like people saw the ninety nine version and they're like, Oh, my ship is validated? I think <laughs> I think both versions people got into it independently, but I'd say that in ninety nine this ending supports it accidentally, maybe. Which is real unfortunate, but you're you're I think a lot of it is like people being like enemies to enemies to lovers is my favorite trope. Yeah. Is, is this was this a was this a ship only popular in the states or also Japan? It's also popular in Japan. I see a lot okay. of like fan art posted with like Japanese text 
like messages naturally on it. yeah okay Curious. i was wondering what because is the demographic age of these shippers i i don't know i have not done oh, a thorough analysis female right oh they're definitely it's female female male ships are usually female i'm thinking more in terms of age and generation oh. because mm. i feel like this would be popular among millennials and this would be canceled by gen z no yeah. gen z is into some weird shit they like they like malfoy like Oh. I don't get it. Cognitive dissonance. <laughs> Cognitive dissonance. All, yeah. all generations like Malfoy. That's no, what? Been... We liked Malfoy? Oh, yeah. Draco and yeah. Malfoy. Absolutely not. I know not. a lot of girls in my, in my uh, is oh, the... shit. This is getting heated. Like, I mean, uh, Tom Felton, sure, I okay. get it. But, like, okay, just to ring this Malfoy? in, Malfoy Jesus. is not yeah, nearly as bad as Crollo. <laughs> Um, no. Malfoy's no, dad is as bad as Crollo, but so wait, is it is it Crollo X Killua or Killua X Crollo? No, no, Kurapika. 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 Sorry. Uh, I don't remember same, what same it's, I don't remember That's what it's called. Worst ship. Killua oh no, it's it's Crollo. It's Crollopika. Crollopika. Okay, yeah. so Crollo's on top, which I learned that I think I've mentioned this, but I, I didn't know that, that was a thing. The name that mentions first is the top, right? Wait, right, but guys, then, then erotic yeah, dogens. I, I, mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, because like I remember going through the the erotic dogen section, my local animate, right up in the, the Japan, uh, and like they would have like two characters, right? It would be oh, it, it was my hero academia was really popular then, uh, it still is, but like it would be like Bakugo X Deku, and then my friend was like, no, no, no I need Deku X Bakugo, and I was like, what? <laughs> Isn't that the same? Imagine, it's different, apparently. I'm just imagining a poor worker that's showing as like, no, you put in the wrong section. You put Bakugo X, X uh, Midoriya. It's supposed to be Midoriya X Bakugo. Go fix you, it. And, well, like, to be fair, Animate is specifically an anime store, so it's not like they're like at Barnes and Noble, like having. To... Man, <laughs> imagine yo, they do that at Barnes and Noble. I think I, I think someone put this in the wrong section. They put it in Hunter Hunter when it's supposed to be in Hunter Hunter. Hunter yeah. Hunter. <laughs> It's like okay, guys. Who put Hunter Hunter? Who put who put the uh, who put uh, New York New City and the uh, biblical in the, section? No, who put York New City in the New York section? The travel guides. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> Anyways, next one. This is uh, the ending of that same section. Fair enough. Well, speaking of the, the the tropes, for some reason, when you said the Crollo X corrupt guy, I thought thought about that you know mistake in the miracles thing, and was very horrified by that. Wow, they're really cheaping out on the outro. It's just his face, and they're zooming in. It gets panning. worse. Oh, does it? How does it get worse than this? Oh, oh man. you'll it's, see. Oh, no. This is, this is like, hell. what is this? It's the it's the transitions for PowerPoint. Oh, <laughs> my God. They just have 18 slides, and, like, what transitions can we have for this okay. picture? Okay, oh, look no, at this expression. Oh, God, they even have that filter. Guys, the AMV filter. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about? We're like, oh, it's sad. Oh, yeah. It's the rain filter. Wait, Patrick. Oh, yeah. Patrick, doesn't this look like that gay meme? Oh, God, no. You know what no. I'm talking about, right? Yeah, the the, the, the one like the facial. Oh, no. Like the Japan gay meme. How big are his hands, though? How big are his hands? Wait, why is this? This is like, I feel like I've seen AMVs that are better. I've definitely seen You've AMVs definitely seen better AMVs well. than this. They should have just done, like, at least the background. This is the worst. <laughs> this, the, the, I'm trying to listen to the. I the like this. I like the song. Is this, yeah. Is this a mistake yeah, in the, the song is fun. Wow, what the heck? Okay, that was disappointing. If just in that case you guys don't worst. get to see it on yourself, it's just 
um, Crollo. The same picture of Crollo 18 times, and then the same picture of Kirpika. Oh, <laughs> uh, now imagine times. it's a PowerPoint. It's a PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, okay. guys, I need to find the old AMVs that I made on PowerPoint. Uh, you something worse, though? <laughs> what? Imagine, imagine if if that face is just the, all they could crap out of the original image of <laughs> God damn it! All right. Uh, so the next Kirpika one is fifteen. Uh, I think at this point he's he? seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah, okay, I, I don't. I don't remember. Someone, someone, fucking call us out on on like not, iTunes. Not, definitely not good, regardless. Yeah, it's not good, regardless. Uh, worst ship. Uh, and it, it also is weird because it posits them as equals, kind of, which it's just like that's not good. Um, I, I really thought like you're gonna say, oh, the ship was Crollo and the girl with a vacuum or something, like something normal, like or like Crollo and one of his like flunkies, right? Like one of the other commandment commandments, not the right word. Uh, I think Crollo is ace. I'm gonna put it out there. That's fair. I don't think he has any Crollo interest does come in. Off as ace. I also They're think all... Kurapika is ace too. That's do you think? Wait, do you think what a platonic ace? couple they could be? <laughs> Sorry, what? Would you would you think Ace is Ace? I don't. I haven't seen enough One Piece. But okay, so we're moving on to Greed Island. Greed Island was two OVAs. This is Greed Island one, uh, opening one. So is are these movies or are they just? They're OVA. I mean, it's more like just like episodes. regular episodes, but released only the way OVAs are. We're already starting to... out better, right? We're, well, oh, that doesn't look good. Yeah, that this is early digital anime. Have fun. <laughs> Look that bad? This I'll looks, be honest. This looks like something I could get on the podcast. Okay, fucking Leorio looks bad. He's also not in the saga, so. Wait, what year did this come out again? 2003 or something. Oh really? Yeah, this sucks. It looks like a 2003. Anime yeah, it looks style. like 2003. You know we're gonna look back. Dot this looks like digital 99. Like this is actually pretty fucking bad. How we feel about this is how I currently feel about the the advent of um, CGI animation in anime. I mm. hate it. All the Netflix anime series, I hate the anime. I can't even get past it. It's I can't, getting better, can't get but it. like it, is, it but... needs to be used in addition to 2D. Right. I need. I still need. Even if it's digitally drawn, I need. I need like flat drawings or flat er drawings. Then Berserk 2016 was looking great, right, guys? Oh, and that was that was uh, Brunette Bisky, which was oh interesting. Uh, my favorite BB. <laughs> yes. Okay. So now, ending five, popcorn. Mm -hmm. Uh. Imagine okay. it's like they just get the bang corn. They're this doing this thing where they keep zooming out on the people's. At least they have a background this time. They got budget. <laughs> Yeah, the background is definitely an improvement. I really think they should not have transitioned to digital mid-series. Hey, Joe. Um, What's up? I you remember that? Remember that? Type of, like pop rock. Yeah. You remember that? Uh, remember that the co Rainbow Cotton uh, animation I showed you? Yes. Oh, he moved. That looks way better than this, and that was for a shitty Dreamcast game in '99, 2000. What the fuck? I think Gon looks the wonkiest, which is crazy, because like he's the main character. He's the main character. <laughs> yeah, he does. Look I mean, wonky. I guess if you started in uh in New York New, you'd think Kurapika is the main character, but so I think but... in '99 Kurapika is much more of a main character than he is in 2011. That's like fair. he's like the focus. Okay. Which what? is also where the manga's at right now. I was gonna say, why is he even here? He's not even in this fucking part. Honestly, I don't remember seeing this outro when I was watching 99, but I'm I just believe it happened. Was this just a like, you know, you like you like Kurapika, right? He's not in this, so we'll give you some at the end. It might know, have been like something little... like that. Okay, okay. So oh. this is probably my favorite 
uh, my second favorite opening of uh, 99. Uh, mostly because of the song. The visuals are okay. But we are now in the final Greed Island OVA. It's called GI Final for that reason. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys ready for this? Do, do, you can do, turn do, the volume up just a little I bit. I guess uh, have an option, right? Yeah, you do not have an option. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, at least the music's been good throughout this. There's really not been a bad song. It's a fucking Digimon opening, y'all. Yeah, it's Digimon. Yeah, it is Digimon. Digimon. What the fuck? I guess it's them transporting into Greed Island, I'm assuming. Like, that's no, like the visual. It's like any time they use a company, but they're like, what if we decompress the time on that? <laughs> I just like how he so turns bad. his head. Oh so man! If Crollo X Crollo X is bad, what do you think on Renamon X business? Oh my god! The loops are so obvious; it's kind of sad. Like the colors. Yo, can we talk about how they're t posing? I don't like the colors. Pierish. Literally, everyone looks like a fucking gift. Oh boy. It is, it is. They're all just animations, I think. Hannah, can you confirm? They're like, oh, get the oh. picture of, uh, of uh, the bomber posing. I think the most, the most interesting part of that was that Greed Island has its own symbol. Like logo. Oh, is that a D20? Is that supposed to be a D20? It's supposed to be a D20, and in this version, they wrote out the luck instead of, like, uh, drawing the symbols. Oh, okay. They, they wrote pluck in, in its place. God damn it. Just sort of luck and fuck. I... Okay, you know what? I like when they do stuff like this, though. I oh, don't the know manga style? Official... Yeah, or like even like a fun, different version of the animation. They did it in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. And obviously, the animation is better. phenomenal. Like, they're doing real dance moves, and you're like, oh, I could see that like actually working out in real life. Um, and this is just a D20 luck dice that's floating for whatever reason. Can we talk about uh, Phaeton is here of... for some reason? <laughs> huh? It's Bungie Gum? It's the wisdom dice. Phaeton is sitting next to a Razor, I guess. What? Yeah. Um, what does this mean? Oh, huh? Sorry, go, go ahead. No, 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 I don't have anything to say. Um, do you remember that one Yu Hakusho OVA, you know, like, it was a similar art style to this where it's, like, very sketchy? Yeah. Um, Wait, which one? Yu Hakusho. Ew, I don't know. Oh. It was, like, a new one. It was, like, something that got released in, like... Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Not like the old school. I, I don't even know. Hakusho, whatever. Keep your hands off of Aizoken? No, that's uh, not it. I think, think of. Yeah. Uh, I think you guys know what I'm talking about. I do, I do. I don't remember what the fuck. And we're yeah. like running, we're running long, so I just want to get this done. Oh, sorry. No, it's all good. Okay, so this is the actual final opening. It uses the same music, but I think they were like, they received feedback from the first one, and they're like, this looks like shit. And so they made this. Yeah, I mean it did. This looks way better, but it's like similar themes. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least this is like a map, like you get to see. Oh, oh. God. They're they're really stuck on the the travel thing. It was 2003, and every anime opening was this. Yeah, Digimon, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. The painted background's kind of cute. Also, this plays into the ending of uh, 99. Because the ending is like them flying across like this and going past like familiar sites. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting Visky's a brunette. Yeah, that's kind of like, and Kill was close kind of. I 
kind of like that they stuck with like the fashion trends, I assume, of 90s. Well, because I know um, Naoko, what's her name, from Sailor Moon's creator? Kagayuchi. Um, Kagayuchi, yeah. She was really on the ball of fashion with Sailor Moon characters, and I wonder if that influenced Tegu uh, uh, oh my god, my brain, Tagashi at all. Because, like, her, like, if, I mean, yeah, they were the Sailor Scouts, right? But when they were in their casual clothes on, like, a Sunday or whatever, always fashionable. Always on, like, the heel of, like, 90s fashion. So I, I wonder I just imagine, like, a, it's like he's showing off the art. It's like, man, why do these guys look like, look like they're just chilling in their t-shirts playing video games all day? And Takashi just looks down at his outfit. It's like, uh. So, Gon's outfit that he wears in 2011 pretty much all the time, that's not really seen too much in 99? Uh. Or is it? No, it's seen. One? It's just often different colors because they're like, oh, I don't know. We're going off black and white drawings. Oh, okay. Okay, so I instead of playing you the final credits thing, which fucking sucks, I'm going to show you what it looked like in the actual final episode. So here we are. We're at the ending of 99. It's Bisky waving goodbye from the parking garage that they all like met in the last time they saw her. So it ended with the parking garage. I made sure to check that difference. But like, watch uh, the background right now. So Kurapika's showing right now, and then oh, what's this? He's in a castle. Why? Oh, okay. Oh. Leorio's studying Leorio's in med studying. school. Okay. We got some we got some updates on Leorio's life. Because this is the this is the series ending for like this show like that had been going oh, for geez. years. Man, they make him look hella old. Oh, they're 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 flying toward wherever they're flying right now. They're flying towards uh, Kakin. Okay. So now they're in a uh, thing of Sakura. Uh oh. <laughs> this is how they end it. Damn. Imagine it's just, it's just really, it's like the exact same 2011 interpretation. Uh, and so you just see a man fishing. It's Big the Cat, don't worry. That's it? Wait, do we even... <laughs> oh. I bet. Wow. <laughs> Damn, they really left that on a cliffhanger. Yeah. I mean, like, we all know who it is, but... Do we? Yeah. Oh, do we, Sarah? Do we? Uh, I have a feeling I know who it is. Who? Who do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I do know. I, who? Did you spoil yourself? Did you? No, I just. It look. I don't know. Actually, maybe I did. <laughs> I think it's famous it? genocidal madman Crow Lucifer. Just, <laughs> just, just going by typical story cliches, it's not gonna be the person that the character thinks it's gonna be. So I don't think it's Jane because that's what Gon will expect. Okay, and that's where therefore we will expect that it would have been Jane. Yeah, I spoilers. It's you... Yusuke. Taguro, guys. It's Taguro. He goes back to the parking the lot and just finishes stand. off Bisky. It's older Taguro. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> brother. <laughs> brother. Yeah. Um. 
So that's that for those. Uh, I guess, like, what did you guys think of them? Because I like them while also thinking they're a weird time capsule into what anime was like. It's got, it has probably, I actually like the music better than uh, 2011, to be honest, the clothing, closing on, on a, both of the, a bunch of those. Maybe that's blasphemy I, to say. I, but... I disagree. I, yeah, I, I really do prefer, what is it, Departure and then um, Ohio. Uh, oh no, I meant, the, I meant like compared to a lot of the closings. Like I think all those are way better than the first closing of a uh, Hunter Hunter. Oh yes, the first closing of 2011 is terrible. Yeah. Oh. The screamo one. Yeah. I guess I forgot about that. Um, I think I think the 2011 opening definitely captures the spirit of Hunter throughout pretty much perfectly or is that maybe just because i've heard it so many times that <laughs> it now does i associate those two songs together, the song and the show together but honestly, i think i agree with you joe like yeah it's honestly oh sorry i'll let you finish oh, sorry as music i like it right for the most part for all the 99 stuff as the actual imagery um it just definitely just goes downhill and like in the middle it like dips <laughs> like it dips yeah. so far down what if like, we showed two dudes like yeah, it's just two dudes, but like not moving, and we'll just put some effects on it. Call it a day. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty similar. Like, there are some that I really like that I think are like better than certain parts, but I think it's like a mix. But I tend to side with 2011. Mm-hmm. I I actually do like the version two stuff they do in 2011, where I think parts where they cut different parts of the music and then apply different like footage actually makes it a noticeably material difference in tone like departure version two and then the part when they're in chimera ant with departure is like pretty sick because like the images they combine with it because I, I think departure has this really cool tone where it's not only like we're going on an adventure but it can also like bring in this like cosmic epic tone where it's just like oh there's like another species of things here watch out um and also like i think the hyori itai there's two different versions of it that they use with like wildly different tone Because, like, they use Hyori Itai in the end of Chimera Ant and also in the election arc with different images entirely. Actually, uh, you know what? The second one of those is uh, very much like the lazy 99 ending. <laughs> Except it's you know, four I people. Did, I did really like the fact... I actually kind of liked the fact that they actually used the same song for two of those arcs. So that was kind of crazy. Yeah, it's good stuff. But, um, yeah, that, uh, Hannah, if you want to take it, I mean, unless anyone has more to say about just, like, I just, like, do you guys have any quick thoughts about just the ending of Greed Island? Because, um, I think my opinions about it have definitely changed, and I've talked a little bit about this on this, but I, I'd be curious to know what you guys think. Um, I mean, I liked it. I liked Elise with kind of, like, the, what Golden, like, did for Bisky, like, Good for her to get. Um, sorry, I forgot the name of the card. But, Blue Planet. Um, yeah, Blue Planet, and um, to me, I like at that point, you know, with him going into the castle and you know not getting any truly information about his dad other than like, oh yeah, we worked on this game together. Um, I I kind of was expecting that at that point because like, yeah, but so. I liked it. I was like, it was a good, it was a fun arc for sure. Um, kind of like a little. I'm. It's kind of lighthearted from York New, and then, um, you know, much more lighthearted than the next arc. So. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was, 
it was and i i think it's pretty cool how it ties in to the upcoming arc so i thought that was a really neat way narratively to have it go to the next arc so yeah I guess, like, what... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say it was some good shit. Yeah, I guess, like, I've sort of... I I have, like, multiple conflicting views about, like, Jing's intentions here, whether it was to train Gon or whether it was to filter Gon. The idea of, like, hey, if he can't do this, then he's not worth meeting. And, like, they can also be somewhere in between. And, like, I disagree with something Patrick previously said where he didn't think Togashi thought about this deeply. I honestly do think Togashi thought about this a lot because... I do think fatherhood's like a consistent theme. And if we look at the visual inspiration for uh, Jing's outfits, which is one, Yusuke, you know, father's character, and two, the main character of Dragon Quest V, which when we ever, whenever we end up talking about Dragon Quest the movie, which we were supposed to a long time ago, it will become You're just very... you for some Dragon Quest talk, aren't you? I am, and Togashi has stated that he likes Dragon Quest a lot. And I am very sure that like Jing's outfit is based on the main character of Dragon Quest V, who is Makes another sense. father who has some child problems. But yeah. I'm curious, what, what point did I bring up that uh, you disagree with? I can't remember. Oh, no, you, you just said you thought he didn't think about it that deeply about the idea of, like, training versus, uh, you know, like, filtering. I guess that, I guess that makes sense. Now I'm thinking about it and seeing, like, uh, you watching it, seeing the, the thing with him having, he's like, oh, yeah, my son's going to come here. I want you to not go easy on him. I think maybe my, my, my view on that is changing where I, see, I do see it more as training, and I see that maybe... And what Gon said that maybe he did it specifically to make sure he's strong enough, based off of what he said. Like when you come looking for me, like when, at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I um, I wonder if we're just told things that Gon thinks that are positive about Jing that are actually like not true or negative sometimes. Because like, not to spoil it, but there's a part in in Chimera Ant where they basically talk about someone thinking a good thing about their father that turns out to be completely untrue and it spoiler it's not going but like yeah we'll get into it later um and I wonder if this is supposed to be a drawn comparison because there's lots of things that Gon thinks that's like mm, I don't know if other people would think this uh including like wow I want to be a hunter because I want to find out how cool it must have been that he was willing to abandon his son like just like stuff like that So, I don't know. I that makes sense. Yeah, I like Greed Island a lot more this time. Yeah, and the thing is that watching Hunter now versus later, it it seems like gang, like the gang that's brought up back then versus now is like two different people almost. And I think I that's know. on purpose. Like, I think it's supposed to be like dispelling illusions because like whenever you see Jing early, he's clean shaven. When you see him later, he looks like a fucking bum. It, yeah, it, it definitely is interesting and, and like, I think I like the idea that the image of him changed like he just matured because, I mean, he probably recorded the that first tape years and years ago, like maybe over, like maybe 15 years ha ago versus now. What? Has King matured, though? Asking what? Has King, King matured. matured. Oh, okay, I thought you said asking Richard. Like, who the fuck is Richard? Yo, are you going to ask Richard? Yo, yeah, ask about you, Dick. Ask you But yeah, like, I mean, to be honest, the mature, and it's a, in a strong sense, I think maybe mellowed out maybe the the a, a better term maybe i feel like if he mellowed out he would like reach out to his son and like hey what's up man like how you doing I mean, he can Instead mellow of... out and still be a piece of shit father yeah. i mean i'm very curious what you guys think about stuff in the manga it doesn't really say more about jing's relationship to gon but it just says more about jing so i'm curious to see what you think 
like, cause he's some of the very positive things that people think about him are true. They just didn't talk about the negative things when Gohan was a kid, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that, like, we as viewers infer from his relationship to Gone, right? Because everyone else thinks, seems to think he's, like, the best person ever, except for in relation to his son. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's pretty true, actually. Like, I think Jing, as a influence on the world, is very good, but he is a terrible father, and those two don't have to be squared against each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I wonder who that that who that sounds like. Uh, what best famous... God. What, what? Oh, I was gonna say, what other famous creator or famous person that has influence on people, but is also a piece of shit father? I mean, that's a uh, lot of people. Abraham. Oh, uh, I, was, I was trying to. Reference, uh, fuck. Uh, Miyazaki. The Bible, the old Bible. Oh yeah, Miyazaki. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That's. I mean, so a lot of Hunter Hunter, I think, comes from like Japanese, like, f- like fatherhood and parenthood dynamics, and how like you know so many times like kids like have absentee fathers because they're working all the fucking time. And, like, yeah. so Togashi, unlike most uh, mangaka who definitely write about this shit, didn't actually have that issue with his parents. But he's commenting on something that's, like, a known and common issue in Japan. Yeah. And it's, it's just kind of interesting, that the whole piece of shit father trope, I guess. Where it's, like, does good, but also is a piece of shit. I guess that's a good question. Like, is he a piece of shit in terms of American standards versus Japanese standards? Like, would... Would the Japanese audience consider Gang to be a bad father? Um, I think they would because it's not just that he's not there because like that's pretty common amongst like Japanese workaholic culture, but he's also not doing anything to support that. Like, you know, Japanese yeah. dads who are workaholics at least support money. the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not even doing that. So like, yeah. he's like two fucking strikes. Right yeah, there. it it definitely is a tricky situation. It's it's just kind of interesting seeing that trope in itself. Maybe it just resonates with me because, n- never mind, I'm not going to go there. But I mean, you can you know, if you want. Uh, I think I'd, ra- I'd rather not. Okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. But, I mean, I probably mentioned on the podcast, but yeah, uh, it just resonates with me for specific reasons. That you could probably take a guess. Yeah, I think we've all, like, hinted at various points, stuff about our families. But, like, yeah, I have... My relationship with my dad's interesting because, like, when me and my brother were young, he was not around at all because uh, he was a tremendous workaholic in the Japanese way. Um, and he suddenly showed up, basically, when me and my brother were 14 and uh, now had all the time in the world for us. But we were just like, ah, we really don't uh, want or need this. And so, like, things have kind of been up and down and mostly up. But over the course of that time, it was a very weird uh, when I became 14 to suddenly, like, have my dad around. Yeah, no, that that makes sense, especially knowing what your dad's profession is. I'm not going to say on air, though, of course. He's an assassin. He's yeah, an assassin. He's, he's an assassin. He kills people. Joe's actually, he didn't want to become an assassin, so he became our best friend. Yeah. Uh, Kilo is based people. off of Joe's life. Uh, exactly. uh, my dad, this is not a joke. My dad actually used to be an acupuncturist, so we can oh, include really? joke about pulling needles out of my brain, I guess. Oh. Fair enough. Wait, so so if you, if you who would you say your brother is? Would you be Kilo or would you keep... Your brother would be Killua, and you would be Illumi. Honestly, I'm probably Illumi because, like, I ended up burning out of the, like, uh, you're going to be the heir training. I, meanwhile, I know, my, my, meanwhile, my brother too. is the heir. I don't know. If I had to guess, I'd probably be, like, you're you're more Killua, and your brother, I don't, I don't know, your brother might be. No, uh, I'm, that's, I'm, no, I'm very Illumi. I'm very Illumi. Yeah, for sure. I gotcha. He's Illumi. I mean, I, I don't think Joe is abusive, but I, I don't know, but. 
You didn't put a needle in your in your brother's brain, Joe. I'm not good enough with my hands, play. honestly. You're older too, right? Yeah, I am Josh? older. Yeah. What those hands do, Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what those yaoi hands do. Um. <laughs> anyways, on that subject, thank you, Hannah. If you could take us out, <laughs> put a bullet in my brain. <laughs> okay. So, thank you so much for listening to the Spirit Hunters. Please hit us up with questions, requests, or just to chat at our Facebook or Twitter at Spirit Hunter Pod. Heads up, check us out at patreon.com slash spirit hunter and join our patron-only Discord where we'll be discussing the shit out of Hunter, UU, and much more. Speaking of the Discord, if you want in but you don't have the funds, you can always help us by giving us a written review on Apple Podcasts. Send us the link your Discord username, and enough evidence to connect them both, and we got you. Each review gets a service to tens or hundreds more people. Um, so, finally, today's outro music was done by Studio Mega Ane. Check them out on YouTube, Twitter, and most importantly, iTunes. And also, a big shout-out to our editor, Tommy. Thanks to him, the rest of the crew can focus on doing more research and talking all things Tagashi. See you all on the other side. Later. See ya. Bye. Tommy, if you bye. could just edit in yourself saying bye. Uh, yeah, that'd yeah, be good. <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait, 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 just give it a second. Wait, don't, don't stop the recording. One wait, is second. he here? He's, yeah, he's, well, he's out in my living room. <laughs> please include all, Tommy, yeah, please include all this. Bed. Yeah. <laughs> one second. He's pulling him out of the dungeon. Oh my God, talk. <laughs> this is gonna be the best ending. This is staying in, right? Yeah, it's staying in. Well, Tommy, please keep this in. Just say what that yaoi hands do when you afterwards though. <laughs> no. Please do. Love you, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, please edit that out. <laughs> what? Then come in, come, come lean on this uh, black thing. Well, this is not the most awkward thing ever. <laughs> it's not a chair. Hey, Tommy. It's, a, it's a laundry basket. Oh, hi. Hey. So we were just we were just signing off and and just I I basically just said hey Tommy please edit in yourself saying goodbye so if you just want to say goodbye now. Goodbye everyone. See ya. Bye. Love you Tommy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.